0: Two outcomes either I crash and burn hard because I get the boots stomped on me, or I rise above it and I break everything. So I don't know. I mean, life would be boring if I didn't do it, though. <laughs> so that's the way I'm seeing it. I forgot how much work it is to actually move into an apartment, it's not a lot of work, but, yeah. I mean, just but- You have
1: all your stuff in the trunk.
0: Yeah. So I got to find furniture. I've been looking at Facebook Marketplace. And since Austin's a college town, I think I could get some pretty good deals on equipment. My biggest concern right now is three things, which I should be thinking about other things, but three things. A couch, a desk, actually four things. A chair to actually sit in on that desk. And then a bed. If I can get those, I think I'm pretty much set. I mean, that's all you really need if you think about it. Like, what do you actually need to live? You need somewhere to sleep.
1: Aren't you subleasing though? Yeah. They don't have any
0: of that? No, they're moving out. So I'm taking over the lease. So I have the unit now. You can't
1: buy it off of them?
0: I mean, he didn't have much. And he wants to keep his stuff. It didn't even occur to me because then I'd have to somehow have it somewhere. Temporary, I guess like he could have just left it in the unit, I guess. But I'm seeing some pretty good deals on Facebook Marketplace for all this stuff. But I think the first thing is the bed and the desk and the chair. And then that's all I need to actually do the stuff I do every day. And then yeah. I l- literally just set up utilities today. So for at least the account numbers, which I guess in an apartment complex is pretty easy. All you got to do is just get an account and the apartment complex will do the associations. And internet, that's all I need. Gas, electric, internet. Yeah. I think that's all I need. Oh, and the last thing is renter's insurance. And that's it. Everything else I can handle later. Just furnish the place slowly. Figure out where I can set up to do podcasts and live streams on a regular basis. Maybe get some lights. So it's like something I can, I don't even have to think about and just do. Just turn everything <laughs> on. I was even thinking about, you know how I was using my TV as a monitor? Yeah. So I'm going to have to get a new TV, but I was thinking about putting it on a rolling stand so that I could use it for the desk. But then I could also flip it around if I want to use it for something else. So that'd be cool. But yeah, I don't know. Texas, Austin, it'd be cool. How have you been?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm mixed mixed feelings right now. Actually, more, more sad because... I can't eat the same foods that I used to anymore. Like I I have to change my whole diet since I'm uh, pre-diabetic. Uh, it's got so bad now that uh, I'm like too away from like diabetes. So
0: Shit.
1: yeah, uh, I can't even eat carbohydrates, anything with bread, you know? So that cuts out all my meals that I normally eat. Okay. And yeah, bro, like I was just thinking about reaching out to a nutritionist and having someone help me with uh, coming up with meal plans, something. Because I, I had no idea. I had no clue what to do. I'm just looking up stuff on ChatGPT and going through Google, YouTube, trying to learn what foods I can and cannot eat. There's so much I can't eat. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So it's scary, bro. I'm not trying to lose a limb, you know? Yeah, just... Uh, yeah, it's been down about that, but uh, yeah, I have to push myself to go to the gym, even though I'm fasting, because uh, I need to, you know, exercise, so my and drink a lot of water uh, after I break my fast, so I can reduce my glucose and insulin.
0: So, hmm. Yeah, bro, so,
1: yeah, I forced myself to last two days to go back to the gym.
0: It's pretty hard to do while you're fasting. Yeah, pretty yesterday hard. was
1: hard, bro, especially all the booty cheeks, especially, is- all up in your face in every direction, cause uh you're not supposed to be looking at anything when you're fasting. You're not supposed to be, you're not like anything. You no, know? okay. you're supposed to. You're supposed to just fast, uh, and not do say any bad words. You know, keep your mouth clean, keep your eyes clean, and, and yeah, ears clean, stuff like that. So it was just hard being at the gym, cause like everybody's wearing tights and shit. All the all the women wear tights. In front of you and I, I i went to you know a time when everybody comes to the game so yeah that was uh that was tough other yeah. than that uh no
0: like, yeah. uh, they call it liberation right what's liberation uh, these women are just being free
1: yeah i guess yeah i, I had no idea bro the, the all these women bro they're slow
0: You don't notice it until you have to not look at it and then you see it everywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: It really is. I I guess, I don't know. Like, the thing is, in winter, in a cold place, everyone's wearing jackets and heavy coats. So, honestly, you don't see it around, like, just walking about But, like, in Texas, where it's warm, yeah, cheeks are out. Cheeks are out. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's tough. Tough. I don't know. Like, even on social media, you got to be careful. Because, you know, th- that feed, dude, is dangerous.
1: Yeah, that's why I deleted my Instagram. Uh, well, I didn't delete it, but I, I deleted the app. For the, I haven't been on it for the past three, four weeks now.
0: Okay, so, that's probably smart.
1: Yeah, I deleted uh, everything except for Twitter. Twitter, I just only read, like, quotes or, like, um, news about certain things.
0: You're yeah. active on Twitter?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't say much. I just like and um repost certain things.
0: Do you dude, you don't follow the Table Moments account? I know Table Moments had a Twitter. Dude, this week has been hilarious. Uh I posted really? a story. Yeah, I posted a story about you did you see the post I made about social security? Um if not, it's basically it was this guy who does this political show on YouTube and I was, basically made this video about all these points he got wrong in this video that sort of went viral. The guy, I used the hashtag of his name, okay? And the guy or someone on his staff saw it and replied to my video saying, look, I'd be happy to correct you on all the things you got wrong in your video. Feel free to give me a call on Friday in their call-in show. It basically gave this, this, this tweet so much attention. <laughs> okay, so the original post did 13, 13- Thousand views and seventy nine comments, and then I then quote tweeted it, and I think he has like a lot of followers who really love him, really really love him, and I'm I basically called him stupid in this video, <laughs> and so it, it got so much attention because of the clout that he already has. And so people were just leaving comments. All, all of them were haters defending the guy, obviously. Yeah. And so the original post got 13,000 views at this point. Um, That's good. 70- what did this happen? <laughs> yesterday, literally yesterday. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't even think this post was going to do shit. Anytime I don't talk about money, relationships, or anything like that, the videos don't do that well but so this was just one of those uh daily post things. and because i use my app to post on all the platforms for me it posts to twitter for me too and mm. so and then this guy saw the hashtag of his name or someone on his team or staff and they replied and invited me to call in on friday which i'm going to do <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i'll be happy to correct you on the things you got wrong and basically um, i'm like uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's gonna be hilarious. I hope he takes my oh, call. Hey, dude. send
1: it to me. I wanna hop on, bro. Is, is it live?
0: Yeah, it's a live sh- call-in show, and he gave me the number. He just said, "What's your area code?" So he can look out for the number. So
1: <laughs> that's crazy. You, you really go, hey, bro. I I wanna hear everything, bro. Is there it is. a way I can? How do I listen?
0: It's gonna be on YouTube. It's on YouTube. He does a live So it's gonna be show. live on YouTube yeah this gonna go crazy i can't (laughs) wait (laughs) yeah i don't know because here's the thing here's the thing on twitter on twitter so thirteen thousand views all the people came in to defend this guy and you know how i am with the haters i just i riff and i make fun of them and i joke around and so like i'm having my fun here (laughs) (laughs) bro this gonna be good i already know bro Dude, no, no, no. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll try to plug table moments in there. I don't know yeah, how many yeah, people yeah. watch the live or if they'll even take my call because he made the invitation. But based on my reactions and my comments on people's on the comments, people were giving or leaving in there, he might not realize how capable I am. OK, so he doesn't know what to expect <laughs> because the Twitter account only had like nine. It only has nine followers until t- until that one post, that one post. With all the engagement that I got, only got me one follower on Twitter. So haters don't fuel your growth the same way they do on TikTok. Something I learned. Mm-hmm. Twitter ain't the same. But, but like, uh, I don't think they realize that we've been doing this podcast for two years. I've been doing live streams for months. Like, yeah. they, they don't get that I can speak. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, uh, that's all I know is
1: going to be good, you know? So yeah. it's going to be two guys that can speak. And he, yeah. I know he's going to be surprised. Mm -hmm. um so it's gonna be interesting to see this face off you know um
0: that's why i know i think everyone based on my reactions to a lot of the comments here might think i have to be spicy but really my strategy is going to be the high ground maneuver okay so what people do in and this guy's a political guy right so what they do in politics they just they it's an arguing match about facts and numbers and blah 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 and both of them end up sounding stupid and so mm-hmm. my mission here is to take the high ground, the, the position above both, and just accept that, all right, in this case, it's about social security. Basically, it's a fundamental difference in the way we see government. He sees it as the thing that will save and help people, and I see it as a way that gets in the way of people's lives and just makes people's lives worse over time once you play it out. Mm-hmm. And so I would play at that level and then talk about solutions for the future, which these guys never do. And so, like, I think I could come out looking better out of this. And then also I have some insults prepared, not about him, but the people who defended him, (laughs) his audience. I was just going to shit on them because I'm on his show. And if I insult him, I look bad. But if I mention how weird his audience members are and they did they mentioned some crazy shit (laughs) like a lot when they were trying to be mean to me, they kind of like I don't know. There's fucking weird. And I'm going to be pointing that out. And then hopefully I can plug table moments and whatever politics, other stuff in there. But what's the weirdest thing they say? Dude, there was this one guy who got offended by something I said or one of my replies. And he called me weird or something at some point. And so I went to his account and saw something. I was like, well, at least I'm not as weird as treating my dog as my daughter, which he does. Like (laughs) he calls it a dog her like his daughter and then he was like uh, you don't know what my dog means to me and i'm like and i don't want to know either dude <laughs> like <laughs> yo know, you're a fucking weirdo and then there was this other guy who threw some shade my way and i, I made a joke about sleeping with his mom <laughs> 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 and then some other guy uh said well i think something about lotion was uh, brought up or something." And I was like, yeah, his mom needs it because she says I'm a little rough sometimes. It was some other guy mentioning, adding on to the joke that I made about this guy. And then <laughs> and then this dude, the guy I made the joke about says, no, my mom is plenty wet. It's you. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, uh, and then I replied to that, dude, I replied to that, uh, you know what? You're probably right. You know your mom better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh y'all trolls, bro. That's crazy. Ah <laughs> uh, dude, this shit's hilarious. And so I'm gonna bring that up tomorrow if I get a chance. I don't know how long the segments are. I probably should be doing research, but I think it's gonna come off more authentic if I don't prepare. And you, you should
1: have something. You should have I think you should look into more a little bit. Have like don't get too deep into the research, you know? No. Nah, Just come yeah. a little prepared. Yeah. You know? Yeah. At least you'll have more th- uh points to talk about and then you could you could stay on the on the on the podcast or the live thing longer
0: yeah and maybe i could even plug because i always thought if i had a political show i'd be better than these guys for sure but mm. i don't like politics now because i know it would turn me into a really negative person because that's what politics yeah. does And I don't want to live that way. But it was funny. So that post started, uh, it got plenty of views because this guy gave it attention. And so then I quote tweeted it with the reply got ratioed by Sam Cedar and his followers today. Almost felt like a lynching. Almost. <laughs> Talk to you on Friday, Sam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot yeah. of people are like, oh, man, he's making light of slavery. He's using the race card. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody has a sense of humor on Twitter. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, right. Dude, I don't it know. Be slow. Because I also have to understand, he could cut me off at any time, right? So I yeah. can't go in hard and start insulting him right away. So nah, if- nah, nah. You yeah, ease
1: into it uh, to like to show some validity, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, so, and then he'll, he'll open up more and then he'll want to get deep into the conversation.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, 1. 1. 1. 1.2 million subscribers on YouTube. We'll see how it goes. It's going to be good. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But it would be funny if I troll him on his own show. That'd be great. Be like, hey, yeah, what's up, man? Let's. uh you said I was wrong about my video. What did I get wrong? And then he'll tell me, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but we have the math don't math, bro. Social security, like based on the numbers of people who are collecting it and how much longer people are living, this thing, it will become insolvent. So instead of focusing on blah, 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 whatever, I'll talk about solutions and some of the hard truths people have to accept, or maybe I might even just jump in with like, yo, dude, I didn't expect the response, but, Uh, With all your defenders coming to defend you and how weird they are like one guy thinks his dog is his daughter and another guy gave me recommendations on how wet his mom gets It's just like so weird, but we'll see. We'll see what happens I don't even fucking care because like it didn't get any clout on Twitter like it didn't it didn't grow the audience there at all So I'm just like what the fuck is the point? It's hilarious. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm punching up for sure. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen and probably nothing's going to come of it, but it is good practice for when it happens in the future. Eventually, hopefully, Tim Louds is big enough at some point that I can come on the show and smack him. No, nah, not smack him. I don't know why everything when it comes to debating online everyone's just like, "Oh, he burned you, blah blah." Even with the Twitter comments and everything, he's like, "Oh, I can't wait for Sam Cedar to smack you, blah blah." blah. I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" This is internet shit. This is what happens when people don't learn how to fight anymore, Bilal. They mm. think this means real shit. It's like, nigga, yeah. it's just fucking internet shit. Nobody cares, nope. most people don't even watch this shit. I'm just like, mm. man, people have lost touch with reality. For real, for real. Like right now, these, these two guys arguing on either side of the fucking, I don't know. It just This is why I don't do politics, even though I'd be really good at it. This is why I don't do politics anymore. Mm. Cause it just gets into this stupid arguing shit. I like arguing but not over stupid things that doesn't actually get anything done anymore. I'm not that. So, uh, we'll see. It's good practice. I don't know what it's gonna be like. I don't know if I'll perform well or even sound good, whatever. I'm just trying not to overthink it at this point. I, you know, just call in like, hey, Sam, how's it going, buddy? (laughs) And just like have a conversation. It's like, yeah, you you sounded pretty stupid on that, whatever. And the Math Don't Math, make book points. And drop some table moments on them. If you guys want to break from podcast from politics, listen to the Table of Moments podcast. We talk about anything and everything. And blah blah blah. And hopefully we get some followers. But I don't imagine any of them would fuck with my vibe. So we'll see. That's uh, that's Twitter for you.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes, bro.
0: We'll see. We shall see. You should he
1: should shout out Table moments every five seconds. <laughs> yeah. So like what we talk
0: about on the Table Moments podcast. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, let's see.
1: But uh, um, have you posted the, the the
0: interviews yet? Uh, I'm working on the next video. I'm working on the next video.
1: What does that mean? Uh, oh, uh, the man of bags.
0: Yeah, oh. I'm cutting oh, okay, it up. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. in
0: St. Louis the last few days, but. Um, yeah. I'm in Chicago right now. Probably get it hopefully I'll get it done. I don't know, maybe tomorrow or Saturday. I was thinking even doing yeah. a live stream on YouTube tomorrow to make up for the not having a podcast this week. Um mm. so i I might try to do the whole Kevin Samuels thing. I'll actually like maybe even prepare talking stuff and actually do a live stream on YouTube for more practice, eventually in case TikTok gets banned. But we'll see.
1: Yeah. I, I see I wanna see you do more like
0: reaction videos. Reaction? Think, uh, yeah. What do you mean? Like this, where I talk about something? Like, you react, you, you, yeah, like, you know how,
1: uh, uh I haven't seen the, this one yet, but, uh, like, the, like how you were talking about the DoorDash driver? Yeah. Yeah. Things like that,
0: you know? Yeah. I've been looking for videos to do, to do that with, but I haven't found any. If you see any and you think I might have a different take, feel free to send it to me. Okay. Yeah. It's just sourcing the videos like, like, if I can't, if I can't say something that's different than what most people are going to say, then Mm -hmm. I I don't think it's going to do well. I guess I could still do that, but you know, maybe I should just say, fuck it. I, we can do reactions too. And, um, I just give my hot takes on all this stupid shit going on. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll see. Yeah, if you find anything, I'll, I'll start. I've been going through Reddit, but I haven't seen anything that's worth making a video for. It'd be nice if I just had like a bank of videos like that. That I know I can say something usually contrary and also true. And then I could just at least a few days a week would be nice. But it's just hard finding those things. I guess I just got to spend more time on Reddit.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, I guess there's a bunch of drama going on with Sneeko right now. Maybe I could do something with that. What happened? Everyone's just decided to shit on him. I guess that's not new, but it just seems like it's been ramping up. Mm, Yeah, I've been seeing some memes about him. The funny thing is Sneeko is the only artist of all the YouTubers out here he's the only artist and that's hard like people don't understand what that means like he's the only actual creative type here everyone else is doing things to optimize their video for algorithms make money Where they talk about surface level bullshit they usually talk about relationships money or health or whatever or like so Sneeko is like one of the few true creatives that were on YouTube like he did it for the art and he also had a compelling message that was pro- provocative i like what g dion does because i like that he pushes the culture or at least pushes people's expectations of things and, and mm-hmm. also likes to professionally troll in creative ways i respect that a lot i like danny duncan because he's able to make videos about random ass shit. and I wouldn't say it's art, but it is an interesting style where he doesn't have to spend a lot of money to make a compelling video that people want to watch that's entertaining. It's his personality, really, that's selling it, plus his crew, that, where they just get up to no good. Well, I mean, not like the recent video was about going to the Breaking Bad house. You know that house in this, the, the show? Like, apparently it's a real house and someone, some lady lives in it. Yeah, a lot of people come to the house all the time and take pictures and this lady has gotten a reputation of being a bitch.
1: Mm. And
0: then Danny goes and he's like, yo, is there any way we can get in there? (laughs) And then he talks to the neighbors and then befriends the lady. And so now he's friends with the lady. And that's different and interesting. When most people would just call her a bitch, he became friends with her and got an invitation. So it's like a different, interesting idea. It's not just like Mr. Beast where you throw money at your videos which I mean, yeah, you're super optimized. It's like, hey, I hired this assassin to go find me. And if I lose, he wins half a million dollars or whatever. It's just like, okay, dude, whatever. Like, There's no creativity there. And so, I don't know, it's just different. So it's the one thing I was like, all right. Plus I don't like anybody who gets shat on for being authentic, you know? Like a lot of people are faking out here. A lot of fakers out here, or a lot of people who bite their tongue, who are careful about what they say because they fear saying the wrong thing, losing the sponsorships, losing the deals, whatever. I like the people who are liberated enough to say, fuck it all, and I'm going to speak my mind, and if I have to lose some money in the process, I'll do it. Mm. It turns out it actually, in the long run, they actually are freer, happier, and actually make more money in the end, but that's not as easy thing for people to see in the moment because cancellations are pretty pretty awful experiences if you depend on people and you've built up expenses and stuff that you need the revenue. So it's like, at this point, I feel like I can see those who are trapped in the system and those who are living above it, beyond it. And uh, I don't wanna be one of those guys in the system. And if it means I grow slower, I'm okay with that.
1: What if you just actually like focus on uh, just getting your views as much as possible and then start doing like more
0: creative stuff? I've thought about that. Just like do what will get views and then, and then become the thing you want to be. But that changes you. And that's the hard thing to understand. You do lose a part of yourself by doing that because then you become beholden to the money. The money does corrupt. It absolutely does corrupt. And you know, you see this with like Logan Paul, who you would be like, why the fuck aren't you pro Andrew Tate? It's like sort of your message, dude, like about believing in yourself, whatever. And then you hear his messages about like, oh we have to be careful about his message and we can't platform him that's a man who lost to the money he's lost mm-hmm. to the money and so it's just like ugh. you know it's you lose yeah. yourself you lose I, yourself I, I
1: do i do see that with uh, andrew tate uh, i mean uh, not andrew tate uh, andrew schultz
0: mm. yeah. yeah this is common in hollywood this is very common in hollywood which is why it's no surprise a lot of them become like really crazy degenerate people The industry requires it because it's one that's it's an industry that require that does a lot of favoritism. It's a lot of nepotism and cronyism. It's about who, you know, a lot of the time. Now, there are breakout actors who just happen to get on the right role for the right TV show, and they make a name for themselves because the TV show was a hit and then they start getting all these other opportunities out of that but generally speaking the people who make it in the industry are the ones who go along get along who follow the rules who aren't outspoken and the people who are end up getting blackballed that's a real thing in hollywood you might not know it but like at least the podcasts i listen to and the people i follow and the content i consume that happens to people all the time but you know the average person isn't aware because. I don't think they're looking that deep into it. You don't notice the people who don't show up in movies anymore, but I do. Like I think it's happening to Jonathan Majors right now. Um with the whole accusations and stuff. Generally when mm. it's like a black man, I, I would I don't know if this is true, I haven't looked into it much, but anytime and I'm wondering if he was outspoken about something cuz anytime a black man who is of prominence starts being outspoken about something, you know, they start getting accused of things. It's the pattern that's happened so many times that I'm just like, oh, no. yeah. oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Bill Cosby, obviously, he said the thing about like black people, you got to fix your culture, pull your pants up, go to school, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously, you know, they took him down.
1: Some people are saying they took him down because he was trying by WNBC, uh, or what is it? The, one of the. Uh, Oh, Networks, NBC? Yeah, yeah, NBC. I think it was NBC, I forget. And they didn't want him to have that. Something like that. And then all the accusations came out out of nowhere, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, when you work in Hollywood, you you get invited to weird-ass parties where they do a bunch of wild, crazy shit. Drugs are involved. Like, this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing. Like, when you're running in circles of power, the opportunities that you're offered or the corruption that's laid in front of you. And you know, if you're in the club, they invite you, try this, try that. Hey, we got girls here, we got guys here. If you have fun, no one's gonna judge you, blah, blah, blah. And those are just easy material to blackmail you with later. So easy. And so it's like the money corrupts, man. The money corrupts. Mm -hmm. And it's not directly the money, but it's, That the industry, or at least these areas, require people to sacrifice their values, whatever, if they even have values in the beginning, which I I guess most people do. But after you sacrifice those values to get a little bit of success, it's easy to sacrifice them again and again and again. And then you see people change and you're like, what the fuck, Andrew Schultz? I thought you used to be an edgy dude. It's like, yeah, it happens. But it is what it is. And I just have to be careful that doesn't happen to me. Now, I am, I think, more uniquely different because I kind of want to fight with the system. I don't know. I just got the hunger in me, I guess, which could end up being my downfall one day. Or I could, the way I see it is two outcomes. Either I crash and burn hard because I get the boot stomped on me or I rise above it and I break everything. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I mean, life would be boring if I didn't do it though. <laughs> so that's the way I'm seeing it. And I know I sound like really grand and he's like, bro, who are you? What do you know? Who, what have you done? It's like, yeah, just not yet, but you'll n- you'll see it. You'll see it. And, uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. I know you probably don't even get it either. Like it doesn't make any sense, but it'll make sense one day. I think.
1: Mm,
0: I guess. I mean, just even a few months ago, This whole table Moments thing, growing a following, it was mediocre at best. And then now, over 50,000 on TikTok, which is crazy in only three months, man. 50,000? Yeah, it's over 50,000. Oh, that's crazy. It's fucking crazy. That video, that DoorDash video is still doing numbers, man. Now it's at 23 million.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. A lot of my videos haven't been doing that well. I think they changed the algo, or maybe it's because TikTok is getting is worried about being banned in the US, that they're suppressing things that are possibly questionable, because like, uh, mm-hmm. the account still has a account warning. Even old videos that did well aren't doing well anymore. Um, so, but that one video, uh, DoorDash keeps doing numbers, so I don't get it. I don't know what the hell's going on. But it's, I think the growth is slower. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on, man. I'm still posting. We'll see how it goes. But it just happens slowly, slower over time, I guess, maybe. I don't know, dude. I'm just posting, man. And we'll see how it goes. Uh, Let's see. The street interview one. Yeah, it it did. eh. The like ratio is good, but people lost interest about a third of the way through. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's my edit. It's the one with the girls, too. So I guess, I don't know. Maybe more girls or let's see this other one. Yeah. The other one with the guys actually did better, weirdly enough. Mm -hmm. So maybe we, it's not even about the gr I don't know, dude. I don't know. This is new. I I guess I just gotta experiment some more. See how it goes.
1: After you release the videos that you've already edited or you're about to edit, um we can determine like who we should go after more and mm-hmm. um we'll ask like different questions that tend to work. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I um yeah, okay like, uh, after I was telling me one time, uh soon, eventually uh, the world is going to get to a point where um, what matters is attention, like sh- social currency is going to thing, you know? Mm. So you're already headed in that direction.
0: Yeah. It seems like the easiest way to actually have some success is to have a following who really fucks with your shit. Now, that's why I think I have to double down or focus on YouTube or even even Twitter. Like, I've been slowly growing the business account there, it's still small 29 followers. But I mean, it was better than it was even a few weeks ago, which was like eight. So it's growing slowly. But eventually, I think I'm still given the same type of energy that I do for the the table moment stuff, the rebellious attitude, but in the context of software and content creation. So attention is important, but the right attention is also critical. You can do a lot more with a smaller following that's highly concentrated of the right people who really fuck with your shit than you can do with a large, massive audience who are kind of mad about you, you know? Mm. So that's what I think Twitter is for. That's what Twitter is for. I'm going to like, even with uh, the reaction from the video I posted about social security, those people really fuck with the dude, like really, really fuck with him. Like, these people would probably buy shit from him, which they probably have. They probably own mugs and t-shirts and merch or whatever. Like, if I can build a following like that for the business stuff on Twitter, and then a following like that for the table moment stuff on YouTube or TikTok, then anything we come out with will be a hit. And then you mm. can't lose. But it's a grind to get there. And I, I think you do make valid points about doing the thing that works. So I might have to make some compromises, but I'm wondering if there's like a... Overlap between things that aren't really creative but still align with my values that can mm-hmm. grow the audience faster. And so I'm trying to figure that out. So I'm thinking maybe live streams might be do it might do it where I talk about certain things that are. Maybe I could do a sort of current events thing for just YouTube. Here are some of the things that are going on in the world and here's a different perspective that they're not telling you. but then it becomes lightweight, conspiratorial and I'm not trying to do that either. But I I don't know. I'm just messing around with a bunch of ideas right now. And then if we can grow an audience. And then I think the interesting thing is the merch is where you can actually make the money. And it's not merch like basic ass mugs, T-shirts, whatever. Like here, we talk about, sometimes we talk about money. Sometimes we talk about relationships. Sometimes we talk about interesting ideas and opportunities. It'd be nice if like, hey, we came up with this idea for something and we go build it and then sell it to the people who fuck with our shit. So like the holy grail of cum that's a vitamin supplement thing um and we sold that and that's a and it's an actual business it's an actual independent business that's related to table moments or like 401 bay that's a that's a thing that can be sold and the audience could and it would be interesting like i talked about this with on after moments with akram once where we give pieces of the business away to our followers you know like how mr beast gives money away You actually give partial ownership because they're going to help with the promotion. They're going to help with the advertising. They're going to help with the idea generation. So like coming up with the name and how we can share. And they're going to be talking about it with their friends and their families. So it's going to basically free advertising. So shouldn't they get a cut? Uh And it's sort of like the Mr. Beast angle where you know he got views by giving money away. But what's even better than money? A piece of a business. And then we could actually be putting turning people into business owners or at least partial business owners. And so it's collaborative growing instead of just like having to figure it out all yourself. I'd be like, all right, are there any lawyers here who understand the industry that we're about to enter? And then some accountant would be like, oh yeah, I know this shit. Like, or some lawyer would be like, I know this industry. I actually do this. I used to do blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, tell us what we got to know. And then the like, all right, here are the documents you got to fill out. Here's the approvals, you know, all right, got you. Or we come up with like some other idea where we need like manufacturing. Does anybody know where we can manufacture this? And then they're like, oh, I know some buddies and I used to work with these guys in China. Let me give you their info. I'm like, all right, all right bet. And so we could actually do that. And then, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, man. Yeah. That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. And then give them a piece of the business because you can't have them invest Technically speaking, unless they're accredited investors, which is why I think the only work around is to give a piece away. And so you would give shares away of this business and Um, then and then reserve some shares for people who are going to run it because then they become independent businesses themselves. And so then I could just focus on the table moments thing and like, all right, bro, you seem to know this shit way better than I do here. Run the business and here are the shares. So you're you have skin in the game. And then that's how the podcast makes money, not from ads, not from Uh, yeah, just not from ads. We make money directly from our audience and and not even from subscriptions either, which would be interesting. I think a lot of creators are sleeping on the opportunity to make unique merch for their audience. That's beyond Mm. the basic ass t-shirts and mugs shit. And maybe that's a business in itself too. Just working with creators and figuring out a way to generate revenue outside of the basic shit that isn't relevant to the content that they make. Like there's YouTube lawyers, like... I'm sure there's some sort of product or service we can build, or at least together, they can collaborate on an app that helps people navigate legal situations. Why isn't that a thing YouTube lawyers offer as a subscription service or something, you know, showing their expertise? Or if like they do corporate contract law, like, hey, here's all these templates we put together for everyone who's starting businesses. Sell that, you know? But I don't know. I'm just thinking bigger and what it could be. But yeah that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. So I got to figure out this YouTube shit. (laughs) That's it. And live streaming, whatever. Yeah. You know, nothing beats showing up every day. Even if you're doing the wrong things, it's still better than not doing anything at all, is what I've told myself. Is it right? I don't know. But I'm slowly growing, slowly growing all the platforms. This is specifically for the business one. I've been trying to focus more on that. So up to 400 followers on TikTok, with the focus of software and, and content creation, 200-ish on Instagram, 29 on Twitter, like 21 on YouTube, and let's see, LinkedIn, I, I barely check LinkedIn, but let's see, and 17 on LinkedIn. So mm. Yeah, I but. mean,
1: I, I, what, what you think is, uh, I think is right. Keep showing up every day,
0: keep putting in the effort, you're, you're getting somewhere, you know? I hope. But the way I see it is like building an audience is like warm leads, you know, versus cold calling. It's like a warm DM. Yeah. They know you. They see all your content. Yeah. And it's like, so it's like, it's worth putting in the effort. But it's also a big sacrifice because it's going to take a long ass time. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things Table Moments taught me. <laughs> it's like, dude, <laughs> there are going to be times you don't want to do it. Just stick with the program. Stick with the, the promise you made with yourself and see where it can go. I didn't think you'd get to 50000 bro. <laughs> I didn't think that shit. <gasps> bro, maybe I should set a goal for like uh, 50000 on YouTube now. <laughs> I see, yeah, why not? I mean, my other goal, I don't know if I mentioned this here, but to justify table moments, I'm earning, table moments earning $1,000 a month in some way. I don't know how, I don't know where the money's going to come from, but table moments earning $1,000 a month by the end of the year. I think... If I can make that happen, then it justifies all this crazy, dude. Oh my God. I'm just looking like when you're in the moment, it's just like, eh, whatever. You're just doing it. But like five years into the future from now, we're going to look back and be like, damn, all those weeks we met up and we talked all those weeks, edited podcasts, all those weeks, like responding to haters and shit. Like, damn. And then, like, I don't know, a good question to maybe ask people, if we want to go in the inspirational route, like, if you knew it was going to take this long to get where you wanted to get, would you still do it? And um, I don't know what people would answer. Because, like, if you got to get... I think someone mentioned that. Like, if someone told you, Bila, it would take you five years to get to where you got to do, but you got to show up for those five years, every day for those five years, would you do it? I would. Okay. Uh,
1: I think what people would ask is... uh... Is it a guarantee though? Yeah. You know, like, cause nothing is guaranteed. Right. So like what we're doing, we don't know if it's going to be successful in the next five years. Right. But we're we're making that effort to do that every day. So what would you say for that? You change up your question to, yeah, it's guaranteed or you say you don't know. Yeah. I think
0: that's the thing. When you, if you start off with a question that, all right, if it's guaranteed, would you do it? Most people say yeah. Mm-hmm. And now if you say it's not guaranteed, but for anyone who did it, they got where yeah. they wanted to go. Would you still do it? Okay.
1: Now, what do the numbers look like?
0: Ninety percent chance that you make it.
1: Ninety percent is a very good chance. If you say
0: fifty percent
1: chance, ooh. Now that's gonna get some some heads. That that's yeah. gonna get some Yeah. yeah. So I honestly I take that chance. I, I'm I'm a gambler, bro. <laughs> are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I go gonna lie. That, that, I, I'm glad, that, you know, I don't gamble because if I did, all my money would be gone. I mean, I already lost all my money to Bitcoin and e- Ethereum, you know? So uh-huh.
0: like, you know, um, I made
1: no money from my last job.
0: Okay. Yeah. What if it was a 10% chance?
1: Ooh, That's tough. I don't think I would do it.
0: Okay. I don't know. Like then it comes becomes a question of like, all right, there are no certainties in this thing. But if yeah. you don't give up, Apparently, the advice people say is don't give up. You don't lose until you give up. You don't lose until you give up. And that's a hard thing to accept when you're showing up every day doing the thing and making your improvements and trying to get better, but nothing's happening, you know? And they call it the hockey stick graph because it looks like Mm -hmm. a hockey stick. It's like a lot of nothing for a long time then all of a sudden, And what I've come to understand is that it's about learning all the pieces that need to come together for it to actually take off. It's not that you make progress over time and you see the results of that progress. You're making progress, but you don't get to see the results until you've fulfilled all the elements that are required for it to actually happen. And so Mm -hmm. you are making progress in yourself and your abilities and your skills, but until all the necessary pieces in that space are together, in the right combination, enough. It can't happen. And then once you have the right combination of skills and learnings to be able for that hockey stick to start showing up, it will still take some time. It will still take a little bit more time. And that little bit more time could be, and at this point you've been doing this journey for a pretty long time. And so it could be even longer until all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, you blew up, you blew up, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what, hold up, no. Like even with the table moments thing, went from 3,000 followers to 40,000 in literally a few weeks, like two, three weeks. It's crazy. it's like, oh, so you just blew up. It's like, you know how long I've been posting videos? Like, (laughs) that's crazy. And it wasn't until I learned how to cut up the videos and even it doesn't look like there's much, but first remember, I don't know if you remember the old account, this is the second account I've made right? The first account had just audio clips from the podcast with our image, our logo on there. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. And that was going nowhere because people need to see, people need to see. And so then I started posting, we started doing after moments, putting videos up, but then that ended. But then I started putting captions on the after moments video. I was like, Oh, it's actually doing better. I didn't. So I learned about captions, it grabbed someone's attention. Then uh, the after moments things ended. And so I had to figure out, like, what other visual content can I do? And so I figured, you know what? I'm just going to talk about the things that are on the top of my mind, which is basically what this podcast is, just the conversations that we're thinking. And let me make the facial uh, selfie videos did that and then started getting at least some views, added captions to that, which I learned from the other one, started getting more views, then started learning that I was repeating myself in the videos. My edits were, I was saying the same thing twice and so people were swiping up. And so then I started looking at the analytics and realized, okay, here are the drop off points. I gotta stop repeating. Now when I edit videos, when I see that I've said the same thing again, but in different words, I cut cut the extra out. Like I record three minutes of video. And I cut it down to less than to about 40 seconds. And then and then I started learning about the transitions and between the cuts that I'm making and then even the topics that I discuss. So relationships tend to do better money or self-improvement or even controversial things sometimes do better, typically related to current event stuff. And that's all just learning until I finally stumbled on and then I started making videos commentary on other videos which I was only able to do because I learned how to rip videos from online and cut them up. And then I used the techniques I learned from the videos I was already posting to make that video shorter and concise. And then um, I, I do the talking video, I cut it up without repeating myself, get it to under a minute, add the captions, and post it, and boom, DoorDash video. But none of that would have happened if I didn't go through all this shit. So... Yeah. Yeah. Fucking journey. And now I have to do all this again for YouTube. No guarantees. No guarantees. But, I mean, I really just believe in myself, man. (laughs) Like, I don't know what to say. (laughs) I wish people believed in themselves as much as I believe in myself. And this is something you have to work at. And it's also something you have to protect, which I don't think people do enough of. Which is why we had this conversation before, having the right people around you. Or, better yet, removing the wrong people around you. I think that's even more important. It's nice to have the right people around you who can hype you up and keep you motivated. But it's way worse to have the wrong people around you. So I think the first step is get the wrong people out before they convince you to give up, you know? I don't know, dude. I've been giving it a lot of thought lately.
1: I can't tell you how many times I thought about quitting, bro, what I'm doing. I'm just like, is this worth it, bro? I'm stressed out all the time. Uh, but then I'm like, it's just a phase, you know? I have to get through this phase of feeling, just feel, feeling this stress and and negativity. Once I get through that, I'm back at it again with energy, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and what helps out a lot is that having Omar as my business partner, I'm I'm responsible for him too, you know? If I leave, like, all this work is just a waste to him too, you know? Not mm-hmm. only to me, but to him. So, um, it pushes me to, to not quit, you know? So, yeah, I guess I'm, I, what helps a lot is um, i'm being dependent on so yeah i thought about
0: that like uh if i added that to my life does it motivate me even more mm-hmm. this would be like a wife and possibly a kid too
1: mm-hmm.
0: which i heard someone say the two jumps in income that a man makes is one when he gets married and two when he has his first kid those are the two biggest jumps they make and um i don't know that's uh So, like, a lot of people, especially men, we can be prudent sometimes about, like, oh, I want to make sure that I have my finances ready before I, you know, get married and get a kid and all that. It's, like, you might be waiting longer than you should. You might be waiting because there's nothing that motivates a man more than the burden of a wife and a kid, dude. (laughs) Like, (laughs) apparently, this is a common thing. I mean, I've seen it
1: in people's lives, you know? Yeah, multiple times. Like, uh, I know this one dude. Um, he, before he was married, he was just fooling around. Like, he, he didn't have a plan or anything, um, you know, uh, th- like, making just doing minimum wage type thing, right? And then uh, he uh, went more on the Islamic route, uh, went to school for more Islamic stuff related. And then uh, he decided to get married. And once he got married and he got he got his first kid, he's like, Oh, I gotta get I gotta I gotta get serious about my finances, I gotta take care of my family. And then he started a business and he became a millionaire uh within a matter of like two years. Okay. Um after his first kid, you know? So I've seen like multiple stories yeah.
0: like that. Yeah, bro. So And yeah, so maybe see. the hack is you gotta just jump in and become Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot. Yeah, but maybe that is what it takes.
1: Yeah, the the burden, the burden is real, bro. The or not the burden, but the 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 sense of responsibility gets to you.